0: Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first 3 months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first 3 months of your subscription. Back to the show. <laughs>
1: Welcome to episode number 131 of the Giant Take Podcast. I'm Josh, and I'm joined by my co-host, Alex. We are here today to preview a matchup down in Miami, Florida. Giants versus Dolphins coming up on the weekend, but we have a lot to discuss. If you haven't already, please subscribe, drop a like, do whatever you want to do. We would really appreciate it. And um, Let's get right into it by, first of all, introducing my co-host, Alex is here with me, we give you all the Giants recaps and previews to every matchup, as well as a bunch of content during the offseason, if you're worried about that, don't be, because we're here for you, during on and off, whether the Giants suck or they don't, although, since we've had this podcast, 131 episodes in, they pretty much sucked, but you know, we're still here, we haven't given up, so, Alex, hello, how are you, my friend?
2: I'm doing good, um... I'd say I'm okay, even though I just said I'm doing good. Um, I mean, we got some stuff to talk about today in terms of more Joe Judge nonsense, some more just general Giants nonsense, and obviously we have to preview the game that involves this team that is kind of a joke. But uh, anyway, we're one game out of the playoffs. Somehow, I can't believe those words are coming out of my mouth. We are one game out of the playoffs. We gotta we gotta put some performances pile some performances together. This is a good opportunity. Miami's defense has really stepped up in the past uh, few games. I think Tua uh, Tua turned the ball over as I sometimes like to say, even though recently he has been very good. No nope,
1: I- more Tua turned the ball over like every single time from probably the one tweet you saw like months ago, and you just keep yes. on saying it.
2: Um, and recently though, I would say Tua has been one of the more underrated QBs and obviously the stats back that up. He's been one of the higher graded P, uh, QBs by PFF, his completion percentage, I believe over the past five games has been the highest in the league. So he's certainly someone who, uh, who, who's improving in his depth of target at, as well Is also one of the top five in the league over the past five weeks. So his offense you see all these statistics i bring up here i'm just so good here on the giant take podcast um (laughs) i i i would say he's he's gonna be an issue and obviously Jalen waddle's been breaking out he had his big breakout game last week he's playing much better um and obviously they have a couple other weapons and mike gosicki and and those guys can definitely make it tough for us
1: yeah i agree with you alex uh Honestly, though, I think it's a winnable game. I'm going to say that already before we even do our score prediction. I'm crazy like that. Um, but I, I do think this Dolphins team, as good or bad as they are themselves, I think they could definitely uh, lose to the New York Giants while also having the same amount of chances to beat the New York Giants as well. And I think you can, you know, be similar to that. I, I when I'm Going through the injury report of the team, though, I was very surprised with how many players are injured on that team. Uh, like I you know, I really haven't thought of the Dolphins this season. no reason for me to do so. um but when looking at their injury report, it is very a lot of players are injured on there, so I don't know that was just something that point that that popped out to me. but further we we talked about not you know other stuff long enough. There are two main things that have been going on throughout Giants Nation this week. We talked about both of them, I want to say, on a live stream we did last night with Justin Panic. We appreciate him for joining us. If you have it already, go, tech, go check that out. That's still uh, a replay of that is on Twitter and on YouTube as well. Uh, so you can go check that out there. But anyway, let's start with, what do you want to start with, Alex? Jones or, or Soldier?
2: Let's start with uh, Nate Solder. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan with that. You know, that there, we also have some more concrete stuff on him. So Nate Solder, obviously, we know fan favorite. Um, that's a joke, if anyone couldn't tell. Um, if you've watched the Giants at all, you know he's a liability, you know he sucks. And Matt Parrott is the one that we, you know, we as Giants fans are hoping just to see a little bit more of. But uh, both Giants coaches, the head coach and the offensive line coach, came out and discussed the topic. We'll start first with Rob Sale, because his is a little bit more in-depth, and then we're gonna talk more about the jokingly uh comment here from Joe Judge, which well he wasn't joking, but we're gonna joke about it. So Rob Sale on why the Giants are playing Nate Solder over Matt Pearrett. Plain and simple. You watch every play, Nate is a better player right now. Matt's had opportunities and we're playing the best players. Nate, in our opinion, is playing better um, is this guy qualified to be our offensive line coach? Because anyone with eyes can see that Nate Solder cannot possibly be worse than Matt Parrott. It's just not possible. You know, like, I I don't understand, but maybe Rob Sale, like, does Nate Solder have, like, some pictures of Rob Sale and Joe Judge on his phone or something, and he's, like, blackmailing them? Like, what the heck is going on here? Because it's getting ridiculous. And Joe Judge, of course, Ba- uh, well, Joe judge actually came out first and said this, uh, Joe judge says he's pleased with how Nate Solder has progressed throughout the season and answering to why not start Matt parrot, Dan Duggan, the man of the people asking that one, uh, as Zach Rosenblatt, uh, black put it interesting. I-, I don't, I don't understand. Josh, do you have, do do you like what? <laughs> I-, I don't even have words. What's going on?
1: Yeah, no, I I don't either, Alex. I don't have. I mean, I can shrink together some while we want to prepare here and talk about this. And I will start by saying, yes, what the hell is going on here? I understand you have to back up your players, right? You have to talk about you. You can't admit defeat, right? That that's part of the NFL. That's part of coaching in the NFL. That's part of talking to press in the NFL. If you do something wrong, you either straight up do admit defeat, or you you know back off, back off, back off you know, block and tackle, uh, whatever you want to talk and not even that's a good football reference block and tackle, but, uh, that's how, you know, th- these coaches want to answer questions. Right. So basically for Joe judge, he can't admit defeat, right. Or put his player under the bus and be like, man, hasn't Matt, uh, Matt paired hasn't, hasn't played. Right. Or, you know, he can't say, yeah, Nate hasn't done as well as we thought, or yeah, look to see, you know, look to see Matt more out there because we're hoping to get him more involved. Like just putting that out there is, is you know, good. So you, you don't answer the question directly, right? You, you don't say his soldier's been bad and you just say that your youngster is getting more playtime. That is nothing, you know, and obviously they'll spin it a little bit and be like, oh, Matt's getting more playtime, meaning he knows soldier's been bad. I mean, I get that, but that's, that's out of your control at that point. They're going to spin anything you say, right? They spun that Freddy Kitchens today which, no, I mean, n- nothing wrong with it, but I think he said, like, something around the lines when it comes to Daniel Jones. Like, it'll be like any any old day or whatever, or whatever, something like that. And like, seems like Freddie Kitchens thinks Daniel Jones is starting. I guess so, but, I mean, he's just he's just speaking the truth. Daniel Jones has been practicing. So, yeah, it's like any old day. That doesn't mean he's going to play. So, I mean, that's out of your control what the media takes with your quotes, right? But for Joe Judge to go out there and be like, Like, hands down, Nate Soldier has been progressing throughout the season, first of all, and say that he's been better than Matt Parrot, and that's why here we haven't seen him. Well, and that's just not the case, because we haven't even been able to see, really, what Parrott's done, because he hasn't been on the field enough, to honestly. So, the thing with that, I don't like that. I like him to go out there and just be like, hey, uh, to answer your question... Uh, or just say, I'm not going to comment on that right now, but I will let you know that Matt is going to get some more playing time throughout the season, and we're hoping to get him more involved. One, two, three, just doing it like that would be great. Sorry, go ahead, Alex.
2: You could even say, like, as as Joe as Joe always says, because we're on first-name basis now, he, he, you know, all you have to say is, in answer to that question, Nate is a really valuable part of this team, and he brings lots of experience, uh, And and, you know, we really are happy to have him. That's, like, all you didn't have to say Nate's been progressing well you could just say he's like a you know he's really good in the locker room or like you could like you can just kind of dodge the question without answering it right but that that was really the main thing for me and then obviously what what Rob Sales said I don't even know like that's what is driving me a little bit more crazy because Joe Judge is bs all year but like how do and, then, and then you say rob
1: sale proceeds to explain how matt parrot can get better in order to like beat nate soldier i think that was the next question yeah, he said what,
2: be, be more physical right
1: yeah he said what can parrot do the next question following that was what what can parrot do in order to beat out soldier or like you know be better as a player and that's what he said basically like be more physical something along those lines but listen Sale can't go against his the the guy above him, right? He's not the he's not the head coach of this team. Joe Judge is, so he can't go out there and be like, listen, I know what Joe Judge said yesterday, but I don't agree with him. He, I mean, he can't he can't do that, Alex. So I, it, honestly, it does not surprise me; It just annoys me even more. It should have been the opposite with both of these coaches. They should have just said that. Pear is gonna get more time and just ignored the question when it came to soldier and just said what what was really we wanted to hear which was that Matt parrott's getting more time please more Giants fan
2: what, what I don't get though with that is like I understand he has to say you know what he has to say but you don't have to back him up as aggressively that was kind of my issue with it is that he just really backed him up like really really backed him up uh, which was kind of upsetting considering his performances I have a little fun tweet here that I had a kick out of. I was sitting in school and I saw the tweet and I literally was laughing for 20 minutes. Sent it to Josh. I don't think he was laughing for as long, but he thought it was funny. So we got a tweet here uh, from someone on Twitter in the comments of the Joe Judge uh, thing where uh, of the Joe Judge, the quote where he said that Nate's been progressing well uh, on Zach Rosenblatt's Twitter. The tweet said "Uh, this is in reference to when his intro press conference uh, for Joe Judge when he said that he wanted this team to play like the area, uh, like, you know, you know, blue collar or whatever he said. I don't even remember at this point. The, the, the tweet reads, we're pleased with how he's progressed from getting beat 100% of the time to only 90% now. That guy comes in every day now, works his tail off and takes his beating in a way that represents the people of this area is basically what I heard. I mean, yes, it, it was just I, I found that tweet hilarious and I, I was laughing a lot. So just wanted to read it out there. Um, but yeah, that that's the end of the Nate Solder saga for now, since he's no. going to be starting for the rest of the season.
1: It's its not the end, Alex, because I actually do want to play what Rob Sale said about Nate told you real quick. So uh, I guess I'll do that out of my microphone. I know this doesn't always come out well, but let's try it here. So this is what Rob Sale had to say when getting asked a question. Uh, about Nate Soldier starting over Matt paired. Here we go.
0: Discussion about his right tackle. Mm-hmm. So, can you explain sort of the decision why Nate is the guy um, to be the every every down right tackle? Plain and simple. You watch every play. Um, when Andrew was out, body of work. Nate's the better player right now. You know, um, Matt's had had opportunities, and we're playing the best players. Um, they think that thinks we have a chance to give us a position to win. You know, and um, Nate, in my opinion, in our opinion, he's, he play, he's playing better. Is he perfect? No. Nobody's perfect. Um, but he gives us the best chance to win. Uh,
1: the the thing he puts there at the end, he gives us the best chance to win. I just personally don't agree with. Because in in the case that I'm seeing, Soldier makes the game harder to win because of his Bad blocking, Daniel Jones is rushed to the outside. Daniel Jones is forced to scramble. Daniel Jones gets sacked. Daniel Jones gets stripped. And Daniel Jones fumbles. Or it pressures him to throw the the, the ball faster and not actually look for his reads a little more and put more air on the ball, whatever, which leads to more turnovers when it comes to interceptions. So, again, like you said, Alex, you understand how he has to kind of back up what Joe Judge said. But to go into it that in depth and to say at the end he helps us win football games more or whatever, that's just not true. It's it's a blatant lie. It is a blatant lie. He does not help us win football games. And Parrott might be able to, but I couldn't even tell you because they don't even play the guy. So, sorry, but can't can't answer that because we don't even know how Matt Parrott plays. Sorry. Anyway. You're right. Let's go. Up. Let's go to Daniel Jones. Let's go. An-
2: an- another bit of more ridiculous news where we don't get any clear info whatsoever. And when the info does come out, it's ridiculous and seems to be incorrect. Uh, Daniel Jones has a neck strain, which he got, I believe, in the second play in the Eagles game. He was able to play through it. If he was able to play through it, he should be fine, right? Considered week to week was the reports that came out initially. But now, as of Today, what's today's date? Thursday, December 2nd at 9 20 when we're recording this. You'll hear this on Friday. What Daniel Jones has a decent shot to play on Sunday. How'd that happen? We're, it started with he's going to be out for a game, maybe possibly two games. Then reports came out, oh no, he could possibly be out for the season. The Carpenter, as Justin said. And then obviously we hear he's in practice, he's practicing normally. He barely even looks limited, uh, based on the footage we saw from, from, uh, from the beats. And now he could possibly play what's going on. We have no idea. They're making, uh, Mike Glennon available for press conferences as if he might be the starting quarterback, but then Freddie kitchen's obviously coming out and possibly saying that he might be starting or whatever the way you, you perceive what he said, no idea what the hell is going on. This organization is a mess and I don't know what Joe Judge thinks, but this, this lack of, this lack of, you know, the mystery around who's going to start at quarterback or for example, the mystery of who's going to be the OC, like it just doesn't, it doesn't give us any tactical advantage if we're being completely honest, because the Dolphins, they're not stupid. They're going to prepare as if Daniel Jones is going to play. And then if he doesn't, then they could adjust to play how Mike Glennon plays, which is just Daniel Jones not running if you think about it right uh so and someone who probably won't take as many risks so that that's kind of how i see it and obviously they also signed jake Fromm, uh who josh will get into for uh, you know a little bit here uh from the bills practice squad as a precautionary measure
1: yes very exciting some people thought jake Fromm was about to be our starter here alex Uh, No, so basically Mike Glennon will be the starter for the New York Giants if Daniel Jones doesn't play. But it is crazy how in the matter of 72 hours we go from out for the game, out for a few weeks, out for the rest of the season. Oh, looks like he might play on Sunday. (laughs) It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, Alex, meaning the beats. Jordan Ronan has been keeping a really good eye on this. He actually posted a video of Jones practicing today saying he was doing all the drills and most of them. And... It looked to be all normal to him, so I I could very well see Daniel Jones starting on Sunday. It wouldn't be surprised, uh, you know, it surprising to me. But uh, yeah, Jake From the addition now to the quarterback, the man is twenty three years old. You might have heard his name, yeah, because he was a quarterback at the University of Georgia, a very prestigious school when it comes to the sport of football. So uh, good for him, although he hasn't been too good. I, he hasn't really had a chance, right, to to sling it. Honestly, though. Uh, a fifth round pick in the it's got to be the twenty twenty. Let's see,
2: I I would say twenty twenty draft. Yeah,
1: yeah, one hundred sixty seventh overall in twenty twenty draft. Thank you, Alex. Uh, what I just wanted to say real quick though is I wouldn't say this is breaking news, uh, but Ryan Dunleavy of the New York the New York Post said Daniel Jones' availability may be game time decision for Giants. That's like the most updated thing I got. Besides that today, he did practice and he looked really normal. That was the most updated. That article literally just came out five minutes ago. So I just wanted to drop it here. And I uh, would it be, Alex, how much of a surprise would it be if Joe Judge has Daniel Jones' decision be game, a game time decision? Whoa, that's crazy. Like never heard. Of, yeah. I mean, you you would assume. No, like that's no disrespect to the article, but it, it makes complete sense, right? Judge will, Joe Judge will wait to the last minute that he can to not announce the information, and then all along it turns out Daniel Jones is going to start. Right? Uh, you know he he just thinks he's like he thinks he's so good as a head coach that way. I don't know why he he thinks he's so like logically sound. I, I don't I don't understand that, but I I do very well think it comes down to a game by decision as well. I think that's a good call.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't, I mean, whatever. Judge just thinks for some reason that he's the shit, and it's just a little bit frustrating. He definitely has a bit of an ego um, in that. It kind of annoys me. But anyway, most coaches do, Um, unfortunately. Oh, wait. Have
1: we talked about on this podcast how uh, Pellisaro came out and said that Dave Gettleman is going to, uh, Tom Pelissaro is that, is that Dave Gettleman is going to leave at the end of the year? I don't think we talked about it yet on this podcast. That should be. The next thing we talk about, so uh, Dave Gettleman, Giants GM, is expected to be gone by the end of this season. That came out report. Uh, Alex, we're not surprised, are we?
2: No. <laughs> you are- we, we did say he was pretty much guaranteed to leave over the past couple episodes, few episodes, many episodes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, th- there's that. Uh, that news is out. And... It's not surprising. Now, I what they were talking about in the like Giants boiling point, um, the uh, the Twitter space, which is it was it was pretty cool. Um, they were talking about how he's going to leave. So, is it going to be a firing? Is it going to be a retirement? Is it going to be like a stepping down? He's going to retirement.
2: Says- retirement for sure you think it's going to be a I'm retirement? almost I I'd say 99% it's a retirement. Okay. Maybe 95%. I'm not going to hedge my bets like that so much, you know. Unlikely. You got to gotta keep options open.
1: But yeah, the report is that he's unlikely to return as a Giants coach. That was according to Ian Rappaport, but I feel like it was first reported from Sara. but I don't know. Gettleman, who has failed to build a winner in 4 years with the Giants is unlikely to return according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. He may choose to retire, but given his ability to build a winning roster with the Giants even if he wants to stay it seems unlikely that ownership would want him back
2: retirement okay all right you have
1: <laughs> retirement i have stepping down as the mm-hmm. as the GM and we'll we'll see what what
2: happens he won't later. get fired he won't get fired i'll tell you that for sure well, they won't. He could get fired. They just no, won't No, he'll stay. be fired. They just won't officially say he got fired for sure. Right, right, right. Exactly. I, I agree
1: with you with that statement. Uh, another thing we got here Logan Ryan has returned from the proto, protop- COVID protocol. Uh, so he's back with the team and he's doing well there. It's good to have him because, speaking on that, a defensive back that is not going to uh, be with the team for a while, Darnay Holmes uh, has officially been placed on the IR which is unfortunate stepping in for him. I talked to Alex, you know, pre-recording he's thinking Aaron Robinson, Julian love. And I mean, I agree with that. And now having Logan Ryan back is kind of an extra safety, uh, in there to kind of help out this team. Um, so that, that's good. And we know what he can do. Um, not stepping for Darnay Holmes directly because he's not as fast as Darnay Holmes is. So let's be honest. He's a little bit but older.
2: If he steps in for, uh, into the safety role, then Julian love can go into the slot. And that's basically what would happen. I think most likely, and then you'd have Robinson. If for example, a Dory Jackson cannot play, uh, because he's been, did not practice for two days now. I will get to the injury report in a second, but yeah, I I think you'd probably what it looks like a Dory Jackson probably won't play. So you'd probably have Aaron Robinson and Bradbury on the outside with Julian love in the slot would be my guess. And then low, uh, and then Ryan and, uh, and McKinney at safety with J.R. Reed intermixing as well.
1: Yeah, so uh, that brings us to our next thing here, and that is the uh, we're we're getting there. We're getting to playoff time. It's it's slowly approaching, and when that means playoff time, that means Pro Bowl, that means Super Bowl, and Pro Bowl voting has actually officially started. It's going to end, I think, on December sixteenth. But the New York Giants retweets for votes or whatever it is is has officially come out, and uh, I just wanted to get into that, Alex. What Giants play? There's been a few of them. There's been Leonard Williams. There's been Logan Ryans, the retweets. Both of those guys I do not think should make the Pro Bowl. There is no reason Leonard Williams should, absolutely no reason. He's not a Pro Bowl player this season. I get the tackles. I, I don't even need to explain myself. He's not a Pro Bowler, okay? There's two Giants that I think are Pro Bowlers, though, and I just wanted to go into that, and I wanted to see what you have to say for your Pro Bowlers. I think that, as I know he wasn't as good field goal percentage-wise as last season, but I'm going to go with Graham Gano, 88% field goal percentage. Um, I think he's been very good this season so far, as normal. His extra points are all good, and I think he, you know, he's a player that deserves to be in there, but the more... Like the more, like I think that the higher percentage chance I think that this guy should be in the uh, in the Pro Bowl, and he's been my guy since we drafted him, since he picked number twenty nine, uh, you know, ever since last season. As that is my favorite number, and that is, yep, X Xavier McKinney, um, five interceptions. He's had a good amount of tackles as well, eighty six combined tackles, fifty three solo, one tackle for a loss. The guy's been great uh, as a safety on defense. He's been able to make crucial tackles and not letting players get to the end zone on on certain plays. And his reading ability to knock down passes to almost get interceptions. And we were talking with Justin on live stream again, you know, last night. And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, McKinney could add two picks. And then Justin comes in. He's like, McKinney could add three or four picks, honestly, uh, this past weekend against the Philadelphia Eagles. So, yeah, I, I definitely think those are my two pro bowlers uh, to that, that should be from the Giants. Alex, yours?
2: I agree. Those two are mine. Uh, that should be in the pro Bowl as well. I think some sneaky mentions of Dory Jackson and James Bradbury as well. James Bradbury got off to a slightly slow start, but he's been picking it up recently in the past few games. He's been very, very good. So I think he's definitely still a contender in one of those top, top corners in the NFL. So those are my guys there for the pro bowl. Going to our famous injury report here, the Giants have uh, multiple players on the injury report, as do the Dolphins. So let's start here with Trent Harris with an ankle injury. He did not practice thir- uh, Wednesday or Thursday. These um, The ones I'm going through now did not practice Wednesday or Thursday. Cullen Gillespie uh, with a calf injury. Dory Jackson, quad. John Ross, illness. Um, and that's the end of the did not practices. We have a uh, Kyle Rudolph with an ankle injury, did not practice Wednesday, limited practice Thursday. Sterling Shepard quad, did not practice Wednesday, limited practice Thursday. Yes, Josh.
1: Yeah, and I just wanted to say that for Kyle Rudolph and Sterling Shepard, big news for them uh, being able to at least practice somewhat. We haven't seen Sterling Shepard in a little while as he came into a game after coming off an injury and heading right back there. Uh, on the injured list and do not practice list and all that. So to see him out there, to see him performing and doing some drills today, uh, that's a very good sign. And also the same thing with Kyle Rudolph. Continue, Alex.
2: And then we have Caden Smith. Knee injury did not practice uh, on Wednesday and Thursday. Kadarius Toney, oblique and quad injury. uh, Did not practice Wednesday and Thursday. And Daniel Jones limited practices Wednesday and Thursday with his neck injury. Are we going to see Kadarius Toney? Ever no.
1: ever play another game this season? That's another good. That's another not good. I was about to say I I said good. No, uh, that's another like talking point. Will Kadarius Tony play another game this season for the New York Giants? Will he, Alex? I, you just said yes no.
2: he he will. No, he will. I was joking, but um, yeah, that guy that guy
1: him and Kenny Galladay. Although Galladay seems to be healthy, he's not here, right?
2: Yeah, he, he's so. all healthy, so he's good. All right, um, for the Dolphins here we got Jesse Davis. Uh, did not practice. Uh, it looks like it was a rest on Wednesday. Go practice through the,
1: the, the their positions as well, because you know
2: Jesse Davis, guard slash tackle, uh, did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, uh, did practice on Thursday. Trill Williams, corner, hamstring, did not practice Wednesday, Thursday. Xavier Howard got a rest, so we're not going to talk about that. Robert Hunt, uh, guard, tackle, back. Uh, limited practice both Wednesday, Thursday. Brandon Jones, safety, ankle slash elbow, limited practice both days. Byron Jones also rests, so we're not going to talk about that. Obviously, the very talented corner, Philip Lindsay, uh, running back, ankle, limited practice Wednesday. Did not practice Thursday. Jalen Phillips, uh, linebacker, hip, uh, limited practice both days. Adam Sh- uh, Shaheen, tight end, knee injury, limited practice both days. And then Javon Holland ankle full practice both days. Jalen Waddle glute full practice both days. Um, and Preston Williams knee full practice both days. And that's your Giants versus Dolphins injury report there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll I guess we'll move on to our uh, let us do the Giants score predictions in the X Factor first, maybe, or you no, want to no, do the no,
1: no. We, we, will, we we
2: do the, the other the ones last. first.
1: I was just gonna say though, Alex, before I even do the X Factor, you can see some some things there. The rests were for vets. It, it, it was, yes, they were veterans. Now, Alex, what were the two veterans that got rests? What were their positions? Corners, right? Both cornerbacks. So that's got to show something, right? The Dolphins uh, are pretty stacked at the cornerback position there. Um, so I, I just you know wanted to point that out. I think uh, that we're gonna be going again against some tough corners. And look what happened last week. When we did so, did not score, did not score many points. So I just like to say that. But yeah, Xavier and Howard, uh, Byron Jones, some two tough competitors there, uh, along with Jalen Phillips on the defensive end, and who else? They got Emmanuel Ogbe back there. That's like all the, really the stars. Um, and then on the offensive side, when if Philip Lindsay, I know he was kind of swat or taken off the uh he was on someone's practice water i don't even think he was signed by anyone he was added by the dolphins a few weeks ago he hasn't done i mean he's been injured but it doesn't matter because miles gaskin's been tearing it up so good for him he's got ahmed backing him up waddle we already know about will fuller has been on the ir and um we haven't seen really much of Devontae parker because he's on the oh but he's out for the year right He's on the IR at least.
2: He's I mean, on the IR. I think he may be returning this week, if not next week. So we'll see what happens with Coach him.
1: Coach Brian for Coach Brian Flores said Wednesday that Parker will resume practicing.
2: Yeah. yeah, with a shoulder
1: injury. Great job, Alex. Look at you, pro reporter over there. You're, you're, where, where, when are you landing in Miami for the game? Just no, no laughing.
2: No comment on that joke. Just Continue. not even laughing at the joke. Thanks. No, appreciate
1: yep. it. They got Mike Kosicki there too. Um, as well as Jesse Davis, Austin Ryer, Liam Etchenberg, the new uh, offensive lineman for them. That was in this draft, right? The 2021 draft, right, Etchenberg? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So anyway, I just ran through their whole team. I, I That was unnecessary. But let's go to our NFL picks. Sorry.
2: No, you're up. You're always the one o'clockers.
1: Let's go to our NFL picks. And uh, to start off, first of all, last week, let's recap you through that. We already talked about Thanksgiving on our like episode. Uh, when we when we previewed the Eagles game, Alex went eight and six, I went nine and five. Remember how we said, Oh yeah, we've had a lot of split picks, so this is gonna be a really winner big winner, big loser week? It evened out because like it literally every time we try to switch it up, man, we really do try. Like we try to pick different games, and then when we do, we pick so many different games, they somehow still even out to where it's somewhat close. But it is what it is. We tried our best. Right, Alex? Right.
2: Yeah, we tried.
1: So uh, let's go to the NFL schedule for this week. Obviously, the game is actually happening between the Cowboys and Saints, so we're we're not going to pick that because there's no point. You're you already know the result by the time you're listening to this, and you know it's happening live right now while we're recording this. Colts Texans, the first one I'm going to go through. We both picked the Colts. Vikings Lions. I think it's pretty obvious we both picked the Vikings. Uh, the next one is going to be Buccaneers Falcons. We both picked the Buccaneers there. The <laughs> NFC matchup, uh, NFC East or uh, game for one team happening in this. I, I, I don't know even know what I'm saying here. Jets versus Eagles, basically. I'm I'm gonna go with the bold prediction here, picking the uh, the Jets. I wanted to switch it up a little bit. Alex has the Eagles, and then Cardinals Bears. Uh, we both have the Cardinals. Hopefully the Cardinals do win against you know again and just keep the Bears from. Falling down that draft board, we would appreciate that. Chargers, Bengals, we both have the Bengals. Rams. Oh, I did. I almost did it. Well, I I did the first team. The four o'clock window. Alex takes over, and I almost I almost went into it. I how dare
2: you? How dare you? So we got the uh we got the Rams and the Jaguars. We both have the Rams. Washington Raiders. Washington versus the Raiders. We both have Washington. Ravens, Steelers, we both have the Ravens, 49ers, Seahawks, we both have the 49ers, Chiefs, Broncos, we both have the Chiefs, Bills, Patriots, I got the Bills, Josh has the Patriots, and that's the end of our uh, predictions for this week.
1: Yeah, that is the end of the predictions for this week, so let's go to our X-Factor and score predictions, Alex. All right, I will go first, my X-Factor, Dolphins, Who's it going to be? Who's it going to? Do you have any guesses? Because I know you like to you like to guess who I have or you you think, you know, I think you're
2: going to say exactly who I'm going to say. and It's going to be a problem, but we'll see. Continue.
1: I think you're going to say Jalen Waddle. That's my guess. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say Jalen Waddle. Okay, good. So that's your because I'm going
2: to say Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, now I just ruined it. So that's great. Yeah. Continue. (laughs) All right. So I chose Jalen Waddle. I'll go first now since I already ruined it. I chose Jalen Waddle because I think he's going to line up the slot often, uh, so he won't have Bradbury on him all the time, and I think he's an explosive player, uh, and, he, and he's and he got that speed to really tear us apart, so that's why I'm going Jalen Waddle as my X Factor. Okay, so for me, um, last week, obviously, the Dolphins had an explosive offense, scoring
1: 33 points against the Panthers. I mean, that's not saying much as the Panthers, but it, it also is saying a lot because... I mean that that thirty three points is thirty three points wherever you can take it you you take it so mine is going to be Miles Gaskin actually Alex he gets a lot of carries for this team against the Jets I want to say two weeks ago he had twenty three carries and against the Panthers last week he had sixteen carries and two touchdowns as well he's not a big yardage guy he does not get a lot of yards he only had out of the sixteen carries forty nine yards but was able to get two touchdowns so we obviously get re- he obviously gets. Red zone carry. So that's my X factor is Miles Gaskin. Score prediction. Um, So it's weird because Dolphins haven't faced two tough opponents. They scored 24 against the Jets. 33 against the Panthers. In this game, I'm going to have some Giants happiness. It's, it's crazy. I don't do this often. I'm going to have some Giants happiness. I'm going to go 24-17. Giants win against the Miami Dolphins
2: I hate I can't believe I'm gonna be the Debbie Downer here but I see so little chance that the Giants win this game especially after they won against the Eagles where no one expected them to win and then now everyone has a bit of hope like hey maybe the Giants are gonna win you know looking oh, we're only game back in the playoffs no 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 1917 Miami Dolphins last minute field goal by Jason Sanders I can see it coming. And Josh is smiling because he knows he can see it coming too. He can see it coming. It's either going to be that or we win by a touchdown or something like that. And then we're going to have a Jalen Rager situation. But 1917, I think it's going to be low-ish scoring. Um, 1917, uh, Dolphins win, sorry. Not a Giants win, unfortunately.
1: Interesting how we have the points scoring on the opposite ends um, where I have the Dolphins scoring 17, you have the Giants scoring 17 and we'll see how it ends up. So uh, we'll get you that reaction. um, You know, of course, after the game, as we always do, Alex, you got anything else?
2: No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm out of negative. Yeah, I'm out.
1: Well, we got through all the Giants points. We appreciate you listening uh, to this episode of the giant take podcast. Please subscribe wherever you listen. Drop five stars. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at JoshSolo29. Alex is at Anorian23. You can subscribe to us on YouTube as well, uh, the Giant Take Podcast on there. You can also go follow the podcast basically anywhere you can find it social media-wise. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok by the name, the Giant Take Pod. So you can go follow us on there. And with that, Alex, close us out.
2: Thank you for listening to today's preview of the Dolphins vs. Giants game. Uh, and we'll, you know, we'll see everyone after the game, hopefully after a Giants win. Let's hope Josh is right here and uh, we can have another nice victory Monday because I missed those, you know. It was nice having one this week. Thank you. See everyone next time. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill.